Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hello. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? Ooh, as the summer is winding down. Ooh. Dog days. days. Ooh, what is this? What is this for the, the 7th? The 8th? It's the 8th. It's the 8th. Of September. Yeah. Tomorrow, we're playing at the Hopscotch Music Festival in Raleigh, North Carolina. Tomorrow night, if you live in Raleigh, or we're going to even open it up to Durham. If you live in Durham, (laughs) come on over to Raleigh. You can live in Alaska for all we care. Just get your ass down there. (laughs) Alaska, no, no. Not Alaska. Fine. fine. Not Alaska, but Hawaii (laughs) and all the other big states. Uh, Texas is one of the big boys. That's a big boy. That's true. Everything's bigger in Texas. Oh, my God. Yeah, the state boundary for sure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was kidding about that. But yeah, come on out uh, tomorrow (laughs) night, Saturday, September 9th. We're going to rock Raleigh. And sure, you've probably seen a bunch of other great bands that weekend. You've probably seen Always and Japanese Breakfast and Pavement. Mm -hmm. Dinosaur Jr. You're going to want to see Dinosaur Jr. Sure. You're going to want to see Sarah Squirm and Whitmer Thomas. No? Yeah. Yes. Come to the fest. You're probably thinking, wow, the Sloppy Boys are doing that festival. It's probably the only type of festival they're doing in September. Wrong. Yeah, one music slash comedy festival. That's it. On September 29th, we're going to the El Paso Film Festival because there's a fucking feature length documentary about us. It's premiering. We're having a premiere. We're going to be there. We're going to hobnob. Hey, oh, I love the film. This is great. Yeah. That's the projector. <laughs> hobnobbing. Jeez. That that hobnobbing is like the worst part of this industry. Well, what about networking? What about networking? I just want to do the art. I want to make the art. That's tough. That stuff's <laughs> tough. It's difficult. Glad handing? You know, you go up to someone and say, hey, please, can we work together, please? And they say, no, 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 no. Please give me the green light. We all want the, that green please. light. Please. <laughs> Green light, green money. I've been having that thing. I don't know how you guys feel about this. The the movie, Blood, Sweat, and Beers, uh, the mm-hmm. movie that's about us. Yeah. I watched it, and I really typically don't like uh, – movies don't do much for me. I don't really like watching film. And mm. this one sort of gave me that sort of – Sort of a cinephobe. Well, well uh, typically. But this movie I was watching, and I was like, 
there's a certain magic to cinema. There's you yeah. can dazzle, right. Right. you can uh, the imagination and wonder, yeah. and the film and the cinema, the magic of cinema. <laughs> uh-huh. is, He's saying it all. I think what my friend's trying to say here, Mike, is that there's a certain enchantment that uh-huh. yes. comes over the audience. Like a spell. Cinema only existed between the screen and the observer. Otherwise, there is no such thing as cinema. You need both. Okay. What about skinema? That's a whole different thing that I'll talk to you about off air. <laughs> That'd be funny if before, before Skinamax, people would just go to a Skinema. <laughs> Skinamax. All right. Who's, who came up with that? Mr. Skin? It's nasty. Nasty. Mr. Skin. He's a nasty Man, a Mr. Skin I, is a pay site now. What? It's pointless. There's no point in it. Like, Mr. Skin. Who's paying for that? <laughs> yeah, really. Who's like... Is it just clips or tells you where the, the nude spots are in movies? Well, it better be clips if you're paying for it. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just I just checked it as a curiosity because we joke about him so much, Mr. Yeah, Skin. Yeah, we probably <laughs> haven't talked about Mr. Skin in uh, eight months, but go ahead. <laughs> Well, you just, you know, you, you know, I fire up the old uh, Mac Safari and then I got my tabs. I got Gmail, Patreon, Acast, and Mr. Skin. <laughs> Always keep that one fresh. Always <laughs> reload every once in a while. If you have access to uh, Google, you probably don't really need Mr. Skin. Like, right, because you never look at a time code and then go watching a movie because probably every nude clip on Earth has, has already been uploaded cataloged was this yeah. was this like a some a detail in like a movie or a tv show recently where someone's like oh mr skin it's they, they like put a lot of money into it and it didn't work or something yeah there was a bit in uh is it an apatow movie P- pineapple express no no yeah, um, knocked up that's what seth rogan and his idiot friends their big uh, idea for a company yeah yeah is is to do mr skin right and then, and they find out it already existed. I see. Speaking of movie databases, have you guys heard of this playphrase.me? No. No. This this is a free site. It's not like Mr. Skin. Anyone can go to it. <laughs> it's quality pornography, 4K. <laughs> this is free material. No, 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 Mike. <laughs> you know, although there might be porn here, I don't know. Uh it's a website where you type in any sentence and it pulls up movie clips that use that phrase. Really? Yeah. So if you can be like, stop that. It'll be like Attack of the Clones when Obi-Wan says stop that. When the clone <laughs> is attacking, yeah. Yeah. yeah or what yeah. about what about if there's a movie that's like, clever girl? I don't know. I can't think of one. Yeah. I just saw it the other day, uh, 3D. It was a 30th anniversary screening of Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> 30 years? 30 years, they said. I remember seeing that in the movie theater in Vermont. And my parents saw Donald Sutherland in the lobby. <gasps> what was he doing up there? He was in the movie The Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> in the lobby my parents took in a Donald Sutherland film but hey give me a phrase and I'll, I'm going to plug it into this site and we'll see if it comes up with anything okay how about this even if, if even if I had the tools I wouldn't know how to fix no, a car not one you know <laughs> okay how about Luke I am your friend now Tim you do one <laughs> wait you just want me any any phrase like, like uh, yeah, come up with something any- like, kind of weird but like you know What's up, my main man? How about that? That's good. <laughs> How about catch me outside? How about now? What's up, my main man? What is up? 
Did you find it? Never been said in a film. <laughs> Timmy beat the game. <laughs> Wait, yes. did you ever look for what is up my main man? <laughs> well, what's up my main man didn't have a match. Oh, my God. Well, hold on. What is up? What about my secondary man? <laughs> yeah, what is up? I'm getting a lot of matches. My minor man. <laughs> what is up? Anyway, but I figured that's how they do like those little Simpsons memes where it's uh, like right. they search for every possible moment of the Simpsons. I, f- I just was looking up uh, something. Where was I? I was at the doctor's office and I needed to find like they needed my insurance card, but I had a picture of it on my phone. Anyway, I looked I looked up like because, you know, you can look at the f- on your photos on your phone. You can like type in a keyword like dog and it'll come up. Mm-hmm. Well, I put in like insurance card or something. And it showed up not just like the insurance cards, but anything that had text in it had like card written on it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like it's going through my photos and looking at the words on it. With a fine tooth comb. With a fine tooth comb. Yes, but it can also do stuff. I think it's even weirder without the text, but you're just sort of like the beach. And it shows you all the beach photos. Yeah. How do they know that's a beach? Sand and surf. You knew that was a beach. They know everything. Steak on beach. Sea shark, <laughs> Jeff. Did that as we're rounding out? As we're rounding out summer, did you ever get close to that wishful desire? Mike, thanks for asking. Your summer plan hope in, on the Patreon show was for you to eat a steak on the beach and look out at the water and see a shark, and then have like a moment of communion with the shark. Yeah. Sort of. mm. uh, no, it didn't happen. Not even close. No, I'm not a big. I, I never lead the charge on the beach. I need a friend. Who's a beach friend? You're sitting right there with a friend of there who's going to make you the steak. Get him into it. He never leads the charge on the beach. He's a... I go to the beach a lot, but I just go. Just alone? I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, 12 people. Let's a solo jaunt? All the time. <whistles> Gotta go. Gotta go by. <laughs> Tim, wow. hold on. <whistles> nope. Gone. gone. <laughs> Already gone. You keep talking. I'm not going to be here. Don't you feel like this is a confusing time of year? Because Jeff, you mentioned it's the dog days of summer, and yes. for certain in LA, yes, epitome of dog days of summer hitting right now. But it can be fr- we're entering the the time of year where I lose my mind every year when mm-hmm. LA has this late summer and it's getting late and it's shifted, and we should stop calling June summer because June is. Like very cold and unpleasant in LA. Not very mm-hmm. cold, but you know, gloomy. And June then gloomy. we're just having these summers where like we have this antiquated idea of summer that's what we learned from school, grade school. And now here we are out here living in a world with cool Junes and hot Septembers. And yep. we're trying to push September in a box that it won't fit in. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. When I hear people talking about their pumpkin spice lattes and, oh, yeah, the Northeastern slopheads are having plenty of leaf peeping to do, but I'm out here <laughs> sweating, getting my ass fried off. <laughs> Mike, I was in my car today. I couldn't bear it. Oh, nasty. I felt like Michael Douglas in Falling Down. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, No, I have not seen it. It's so hot and he's so mad. He leaves his car. Oh. I felt like him in Fatal Attraction. Oh, <laughs> yeah. L.A. Sometimes you ca- you catch a a hot Halloween that sucks. A hot Thanksgiving. Yeah. Sometimes I'm going yeah, to, going to Thanksgiving dinner. I say, hey, I know. Maybe I'll put my crew neck sweater on top of my button down collared shirt. No, it's 89 degrees outside. I'm mm-hmm. wearing jorts and a tank top. It's so hot. Yeah. 
for Thanksgiving. Mm. I'll be taking my turkey on the veranda. I feel like out here in New York, it's like some leaves are already starting to come down. I think at least in my head anyway, I'm like, yeah, bring on the fall. Give me my, let me pull my sure. sweaters back out, and my jeans and roll around a little bit. I'm, I ache for that. Having done mm-hmm. plenty of beaches and pools and stuff this summer, I'm ready for the cardigan. So you guys get ready, ready to get cozy. Yeah, cozy yeah. season's coming You up. want a sweater and a hot soup. I want some PSLs on these DSLs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you want to get into some booze news, please? Can we get away from this kind of talk? Yeah. Nasty. Improper. Hate it! Wait, tell, tell me the name of this drink again. I keep forgetting because I... Just, Keep forgetting. <laughs> Keep forgetting because it's just a name. Cantorito. Oh, I know. I got a Cantorito. Ring dong Doringo. Ring dong Doringo. I keep forgetting it was sent to us by Ian Bauer. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Lots going on there. Michael McDonald's song. Keep, I keep forgetting. <laughs> Mike saying that. And then. To the tune of Let's Party by the Sloppy Boys, Ring Dong Ring though, which was our, what our friend Mike Mitchell said when he was one time trying to tell us to bring down the Doritos. And he said, Ring Dong Ring though. To an editing session. <laughs> what? Ring Dong Ring though. Ring Dong Ring though. His fingers were mashing his mouth as he finished one bag of Doritos. and Ring Dong Ring though. Well, that was a good one. It kept it short, too, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And nobody's going to jail because they tweaked it enough. Perfect. Speaking of Doringos, I had a funny Sunday morning where I texted a picture to Jeff of this, but I woke up after partying my butt off on Saturday night. I woke up Sunday morning, look at my shorts, and I see red. And I'm like, oh my God, was I bleeding? <gasps> now, Mike, he's not seeing red. He's not angry. Okay, okay. I thought he was mad at his shorts. <laughs> oh, I was. When I started <laughs> thinking about why there would be red on my on my shorts, I saw red. <laughs> and I, uh, it's sort of on the back of my jeans, on the seat by the back pocket. And I'm like, but what, what was I? Did my ass bleed? What in the world? You got a ruptured rectum. <laughs> was I grinding on someone when I was on the rag? What was going on okay. here? Oh, you've seen super bad too many times. I've seen super bad once. Uh, once, and that plot point is in it. You've only seen it once. Once was enough, Tim, to be making that joke. <laughs> enough to see that scene. Yeah, I've seen every scene once. You know what it was? It was flaming hot dust. Mm-hmm. All night I was eating little bags <laughs> of chips yes. and I was wiping my flaming hot dust yes. on my butt. The telltale <laughs> streaks of flaming hot dust grazing the butt cheeks of his khaki yes. shorts. Clearly defined fingers wiping because I had oh, maybe God. three different bags of flaming hot Cheetos, flaming hot Doritos, you name it. That's the kind of night he's having, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's going on out here in LA. You had a three bag night last night. Oh, those my God. types of nights. <laughs> three bagger, man. Did I tell you when I was eating some of the, you know, I love the Cheetos. I like handicap hot fries, but I found Cheetos hot fries. Mm-hmm. It's the chest. Yeah. So I had those. And in the bottom of the bag, I found a huge nugget of just like that dust that was like condensed into a nugget it was the grossest thing i've ever seen it, like shocked me i was so scared of it you didn't chomp it i took a bite out of it and then spit it out <laughs> it was disgusting i bit it and spit it out <laughs> once i realized what it was i said okay i can bite this well i'm saving the um i'm saving the zaps voodoo pretzel sticks dust oh right 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 you got big i got plans big plans for, for that yeah. dust 
But Ooh. I think it might be more of an autumnal dust. I DM'd Zaps and I asked him for some dust. Well, I asked him for chips that we could turn into dust. I should ask him for dust. You know, for a, for a hot minute there, for a beautiful moment, they were selling all-purpose voodoo seasoning in a can that is no longer really? available. Why Sad. would they stop that? Hmm. Um, I was just looking at these Chester's fries, and they're funny because they don't say Cheeto anywhere. It's just like Chester. Right. It's like Chester's. Like Chester just put out his- It's his own brand. It's clearly Chester Cheeto, and I'm wondering, there must be some weird contractual thing where like- you know Chester. <laughs> we trust Chester. Maybe the food is Cheeto, and it's Chester is the brand, so that on the fries, it's Chester's fries instead of Cheeto fries or something. Mm. Yeah. Um, Trump was a Cheeto man, though. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. And we voted for him. <laughs> yeah. I was at the store the other day, picked up myself some some jerk chicken marinade. Jamaican. You ever fucks with this? No. I fucks I fucks with it. I love Jamaican food. I was really I've been marinating my chicken in it. Boy oh boy, it's good. I've never marinated. You never oh, I salt. Sure. Oh, I'll sure. Salt. Oh, sure. I salt all night long. Before I throw it in the <laughs> slow cooker. If I'm going to cook something for six hours, I'm not going to spend the previous 12 hours soaking it in goo. Right, right. You shouldn't have to. And we, we shouldn't expect that. We shouldn't ask that of you. No. <laughs> we so should wait, not. You mean to tell me you get a big old bag and you fill it with jerk marinade and you soak that breast? I just put it in a Tupperware. Yeah, I put soak it for an hour. You're a thigh guy though, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, drumsticks. You know, I'll cut up a breast into chunks, but I ain't, I'm, I'm not grilling a whole breast. <laughs> it takes too long. And that's what I had tonight: grilled chunks. <laughs> I think what we're tasting there with jerk is allspice, right? It's like clove. I think if you had lime, oil, and allspice, I think you'd be mm. making your own jerk chicken. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. last week I was on some uh, hot wing sauce. That bottle's done. Now I moved on to a new marinade. Mm. So, and is this booze news, by the way? Uh, just trying to figure yeah. out what we're oh doing. Oh my in this God, we're segment. in booze news now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought this was food news. Well, this is sort of a, it's okay because it's an unorthodox booze news anyway. I want, this is more of a sometimes booze news, we've had corrections or uh, uh, clarifications, different delights or destructions for sure. Yeah. This time I had sort of a realization, and maybe mm. I'll take you guys on the same walk that I had that. Shook me. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. You shook me all night long. ACDC. Okay, but on a serious note, mm. do you guys remember, perhaps maybe about a month ago on this very pod, um, I don't always like to talk about all the new malt beverage products. There's a lot of seltzers and hard this is and hard that's that come in out. In fact, you don't like it if I remember. <laughs> I don't. But there was one. Well, Slopheads <laughs> are very uh, helpful and they send me these. And I like to see everything out there. But I'm the editor-in-chief of Booze News, so sure. I take it all in. Mm, right. And then I filter. Early on in the pod, when it was uh, in its nascent form, we chased every seltzer. Because that was the thing that was happening. And we decided. Yeah. That was exciting. We, we, we turned our back on it a little bit. For the better. I scrolled through the episode list recently. We had an old episode where we did like a showdown of two seltzers we didn't care about. Like it, it was like hard soda versus it was like two different Bud Light hard products. Yeah, it was sour versus hard, hard soda. soda. Who cares? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we never did Campbell's Broth Tales, which still irks me. Remember <laughs> yeah. Campbell's released some soup, yeah. soup some, some alcoholic soup concoctions? Booze soups. Was that one one of those ones where you just couldn't get? No, it was just like it was up to you to make them. I think that we decided we weren't taking the bait. They so clearly put it out as a novelty product, and we said, hey, we're not doing it <laughs> to our detriment. We've been fucked with too many times. Mm. 
kind of wish we had. Well, Slopheads keep sending me everything, including all the hard drinks. I like knowing about them and then bringing the, the hot ones into the pod. But um, there was one that I brought up recently and then uh, uh, since then have learned. And now I'm proud of the learning that has happened. So do you remember Haritos Mexican sodas? We all like them, right? Yeah, I saw some Love today, them. Tim. Oh, you, where'd you see him? Albertsons? No, uh, the the convenience store next to Yucca's. Oh, yeah, Los Feliz Liquors. Mm-hmm. Los Feliz Liquors. I've been known to, to yoink a tamarind Haritos from that very spot. <laughs> anyway, on Booze News, I said, hey, there's this new product that's hard sodas from Haritos. And, they, and we talked about... There's fruit punch, mandarin, pineapple, tamarind. I was like, that's cool to have tamarind. You guys were like, oh, that's cool to have fruit punch. And we're like, yeah, this is interesting. It's hard sodas from Haritos. And there was a word that I stumbled on because they're they're not calling them Haritos hard sodas. They're calling them this word. And there's a logo. And the name of this product. Uh Do you have any guesses what they're called? Uh, What? Cantoritos. Cantoritos. Haritos hey. oh. hard soda. So so the uh, the, the logo yes. is a clay pot with a lime sticking ah. out and it says Cantoritos and we thought that that was like a mashup of like canteen and margarita or something. Right. And then we've since learned from our friend Robert Olguin and his mother in West Texas that the Cantorito is a delicious drink that tastes like five alive it's tequila yeah. and a bunch of citrus juices mm-hmm. ah it's a juicy That's little a good drink. walk around drink made in a little clay pot it's a it's, it's a very juicy it's juicy but not flabby no ah. no yeah. it's <laughs> sharp 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 and it's got a little grapefruit soda in there to zip it up too that is the but that is the hopes for my ass that's why i joined a gym juicy not flabby <laughs> <laughs> You explain that to your, your personal trainer. He's yeah. like, geez, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Okay. All I need, my man, is a juicy ass, no flabby. Anyway, I thought that that was the fastest. Sometimes you you hear yourself on an old podcast or something. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't know that thing back then. But usually it's years. But maybe within two weeks, maybe even one week, this product came out. None of us recognized the logo. None of us thought anything of the clay pot. None of us knew this word. And probably two weeks later, we did a whole episode about Cantoritos, and we loved them. And it had never clicked for any of us until a recent slop had uh, kept sending me this. And I said, I know that word. I know that clay pot. So mm-hmm. I, I guess what I'm doing is taking stock to say we do learn on this podcast. Some people think, oh, three years. These guys haven't learned anything. We have learned. We've mm-hmm. learned. Yeah. And we're smart. We've learned. And mm-hmm. we can think. We could think that <laughs> was smarter than you. We're evolving in each and every episode, in every way, in small ways. You don't notice, but you'd step back and you say, hey, these guys are going places. Yeah. These guys know Cantoritos now? They're doing the work because we're doing the work. We show up week after week doing the work. Yeah. What do you guys do? <laughs> Front page of the New York Times tomorrow. Sloppy boys know Cantoritos now. <laughs> <laughs> Work was done. <laughs> Work done. Three brains lar- got enlarged. <laughs> Juicy, but not flabby. <laughs> All right. Is that it for booze news, please? Yes. That's it for booze news. Wrap it up. That's wrapped. Nice short one. That's from Bubble Bobble. That's the fruit. <sighs> no, it is? 
That didn't get any sort of reaction out of you at all. Me, I'm looking up something else. I remember Bubble Bobble. I can't picture the fruit. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> Why do I even try? <laughs> What's the drink of the day? But here's the thing. As we just saw with the Cantorino, maybe maybe tomorrow I'll know all about the Bubble Bobble fruit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe by tomorrow, Tim will be, that'll be my specialty. And we're like, oh, if, if you're on a, you're doing bar trivia with Tim and Bubble Bobble fruit is one of the categories you got it made because Tim's going to know all about it. Well, I'm not going to put pressure on you to figure it out for tomorrow. This could be in like a year, two years. Listen to this, guys. I did bar trivia last night. How'd you do? I had the thought, Tim, I hope you contribute to your team. Not just the easy ones we all know. There were lots of easy ones we all knew, but I hope there's a moment where it was crucial for Tim to be on the team. And I got got a couple, but the harder ones with the team probably would have got it without me. But there was one, the category came up. Greek history. This next category, (laughs) cocktails. Get out of here. Oh, there was a Greek one, actually, and I was able to reason it out. It, it was uh, phobophilia is the love of what? Phobias. Phobophilia. F- love of fears? That's weird. No. Yeah, no. If you're Greek, you know, going Phobos to Phobos is like moon? Phobia is a is a fear, right? So phobophilia yeah. is a love of fear. Love of people who are turned on by fear. Oh. Like the people in, in Crash and stuff like that. Or people who like people who like uh, scary movies. Yeah, does that count? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I, I like doing trivia, but what I hate when it happens is like you mention a th- uh, like a uh, an answer that you may like you're not so sure on you're like I think it's this but I'm not sure and it go they go with someone else and it was that and you're like oh I should have spoken up more but you this, don't know this trivia also you would wager a certain number of points so you felt really oh. conflicted if you were just guessing you're like oof how many points Damn. should we wager that's good that's um, a nice mechanic a nice game yeah. mechanic okay no here's the big moment though so so we're doing we're doing well I think we ended up we were in third place but we didn't get a prize but. The guy says this next question. What were you at a bar? Uh, yeah, I was at E Rustic. Gotcha. The category is cocktails. Everyone looks to me. I got a cocktail podcast. I say, guys, I got mm-hmm. it. I got it. Mm-hmm. I have it. Confident, cocksure. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> can you ask it? Tell us the question. We can do a little quiz. Yes. Galliano. Aha. Uh oh. The Italian liqueur, which is featured in upcoming in today's drink of the day, Galliano Italian liqueur, when added yes. to a screwdriver, makes what two-word cocktail? Harvey Wallbanger. There you go, folks. Ooh, boosh, boosh, nice. boosh. Chef is on the board. Mike, you get a side point. <laughs> Would have had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea, no interest. Would rather nope. play piano. <laughs> I would have been gone. I would I would have been, thanks, guys. I'm out of here. Somebody else pay the bill. Okay. Are we ready for the drink of the day? We're, no, no. No, we're not. We're not ready. We're not, Mike. Tim, did you go on purpose to trivia, or did you just get suckered into it? I go on purpose. That that sucks to, that, or last night I went on purpose, but but that when you're just hanging at a bar and some Man. fucking loudmouth, especially- Man. The there used to be the most obnoxious, not bingo, but what, not trivia. There's another game there. Karaoke. 
Mm. Those hosts are annoying too, though. Some, there was a loudmouth fucking guy there that would ruin my night trying to be funny, like a hack stand-up that never made it. And it's the worst. You're just going there trying to drink and someone is like talking more than they need to, you know? Mm-hmm. Get off the microphone. I was at uh, a karaoke or a trivia recently where the the host's like microphone kept cutting out because it was Ugh. just like a faulty wire or something. And, you know, the person who's doing the trivia just like shows up at the bar with their iPad that they have to plug in. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just – there's something about me. I don't know what it is, but, like, if uh, if there's audio cutting out like that, I lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you got to cut this shit out now. Yeah, it's bad. And I think mm-hmm. I also saw some people cheating. Che- on their lovers with each looking other? At, looking up answers on their phone? Looking up their lovers on the phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, looking up answers on the phone. Not good. Couldn't believe it, but they were doing well. Anyway. I would love to hear about the drink of the day, Mike. Now's the time. Ah, uh, yes. Let me start the drink of the day. Let me start with a, a, a lyric. So you're lying so low into the weeds. I bet you gonna ambush me. <laughs> You'd have me down, down, down on my knees. Now, wouldn't you, Barracuda? Today, we are talking about mm. a drink called Barracuda. That was uh, a song by Heart. The song Heart. A Barracuda oh, right. Heart. Now, would you, Barracuda? Then it goes on from there. Today, we're talking about the Barracuda. And did, have you uh, had? Have you two had? I don't think so. I hadn't either. And I'm surprised. We I thought we had done this already. I feel like I... We've done the Paradise. Uh, but I, I have never... Had a Barracuda, never heard it other than scrolling past it on the IBA list. Mm-hmm. And I always thought like, well, I guess that must be a classic tiki drink. I just assumed and assumed it was like a Trader Vic or Don Beach. Not the case. Hmm. No. And I'll tell you where it did come from. Uh, but yes, it is tiki-ish. This was a drink uh, created in the late 50s by an Italian bartender named Benito Cupari. C-U-P-P-A-R-I. Cupari. Uh, while working on the Christopher Christopher <laughs> Christopher Colombo cruise liner, so hmm. he was working on this cruise line. He was a bartender. Then he got bumped over to the Michelangelo cruise ship. Uh, there's this was a huge cruise ship that had seven bars in it, and he was working at the Bar Lido on that boat. And he came up with this drink, and it was basically, you know, he had like all the liquors around, and his job just being on a cruise ship all day was sort of like. He sure. was told, like, hey, try to come up with something that special to this sure. bar or this drink or something. And they, and they all live in fear of the Barracuda, I'm sure. Being out there in the deep. Right. He named, uh, <laughs> yeah, those those deep water animals. <laughs> <laughs> the deadliest fish, or at least one with sharp teeth. <laughs> and, well, he did name it after a uh, the Barracuda Beach Club in Portofino. Oh. In, uh, and I think it was 60... Five, where he like that was the like official like that's when we're naming this drink, and in '66, sure, but it's a fearsome looking fish. We can agree that's true, and they'll attack you. They'll <laughs> it's a toothy little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> in 1966, he won the Italian AIBES National Cocktail Competition with this drink. Now, how, is that uh, more renowned than the IBA? Do we think? I am. A, I'm assuming so. To mention it here in the history. But uh, yeah, so he, this guy, uh, Benito Cupari, when he was making up the drink, he said to himself, all right, I'm going to use Galliano. It's one of these uh, well-known liquors 
that people see in all the fancy uh, bars everywhere. So I'm going to try to use this somehow. And he was smart enough to, he was like, let me name it. Let me find like a name that's like easy to remember and sort of intriguing, like uh, mm. the Barracuda. Like we don't really know that fish too much, but you remember it. Hell, you know it's got teeth. Yeah. Don't you? It's got teeth, don't it? Don't it? <laughs> and it originally, he was serving them in hollowed out uh, pineapple uh, husks. And then the cruise line started making these little like ceramic pineapple-y type uh, cups that he would give them. Sure. Hey, we've drank out of some uh, pineapple husks. That's a fun move. Mm-hmm. It's a damn, damn good move. But let me see if there's anything. I'm just looking through this. Uh, I think that's pretty much the, the top stuff. So it's funny. I, I would have, when you said Galliano, my assumption was that maybe they had come up with it. Because I remember mm. they did the the Harvey Wallbanger, the name and the whole story and the idea that there was like a surfer who banged in the walls because he was so drunk or whatever. Yeah. Galliano just totally like they're like Don Draper types thought that up. But I, um, I'm not seeing that, but I do, it does look like they got so excited that their, their, their stuff was being used in a drink that then they started making these pineapple <laughs> cups and being like, yes, yes, everyone put it in these pineapple cups, please. <laughs> oh, it's also mentioned here on Difford's that uh, it was served at the London and New York Trader Vic's. Oh, cool. Okay, good. So it did end up being in the Tiki stable. It did, but it didn't end up in the Trader Vic's books or whatever down the down the right. road. Because well, you can't claim them. Yeah. So I, I like this. This is a Italian, an Italian guy with Italian influences and naming things after Italian stuff. But they, it's a cruise ship that goes to the Caribbean. So we're mm-hmm. getting Galliano and rum. These days you think cruise, you think bad. People make fun of cruises. But I bet in 1965. Oh, yeah. Uh, Benito was a classy guy working on a beautiful boat, and this was high society. He was the king. This is high society stuff. Yeah, to be on like a huge ship like this, I, I just finished that book about the Lusitania. It was just like, ooh, wow. We're- and to be calling the shots? Damn. I mean, the Lusitania was uh, uh, 1914, 15, I think. 15. But yes, to be calling the shots, Jeff. I agree. And uh, Galliano. We used to come across Galliano quite a bit. Not so much these days. I know. I was worried I didn't have it. I see it now, but I was like, oh, maybe I finished. Folks, you know, it's the big piss-colored spike. Mm-hmm. It'll send you up into the uh, to the top of the yellowbird tree. <laughs> oh, yeah. it isn't a yellowbird, isn't it? Yeah. Th- this is very similar to a yellowbird overall. I guess it's a pineapple yellowbird. Why don't I, why don't I give the uh, ingredients? Perfect. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 45 milliliter gold rum. 50 milliliter Galliano. 60 milliliter... Fresh pineapple juice, one dash fresh lime juice, one dash. Hmm. Dash. Peculiar. Weird. I don't think I need to buy two limes. Top up with the worst tasting thing ever, Prosecco. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Mike, that must just stick in your craw. I'm so pissed. This could could have been a good drink. Uh, Pour all ingredients into a cocktail shaker except the Prosecco. Shake well with ice. Strain into a chilled highball glass filled with... Ice and top up with Prosecco. So, Jeffy, you're getting your ice. Garnish with pineapple and cherry. Optional mint sprig for additional aroma. I forgot to get a mint sprig. Interesting that this is in a highball glass. I'm seeing lots of Google images where it's in a coupe yeah. glass. But I guess if it was traditionally in this big pineapple, then highball yeah. would make more room for the Prosecco. And you got that fizz. You want to protect the fizz. I'm doing a... I'm going to do a coupe glass because I like them better. And I want to not have as much... Prosecco in this thing. Sure. Also, Mike, I could see you doing maybe, you know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. No, round two, 
ditch the Prosecco, put a little club soda or something. In yeah, it. good point. Round two, I'm making a martini. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm on a homemade martini kick these days. Didn't you do that last week? Yeah, but I got some, I just got some good olives, some brand new olives with like better olives. Like I was making them with olives and the juice was old and I was like, these aren't very no. good. I was like, I just need new new stuff. When you're, when you're pumped on your martini kit, it's fun. You're like, oh baby. And I've been using that uh, that Empress Gin, that kind of uh, lilac colored gin. Oh wow, that's nice! I'm pumped for this because I have for my gold rum. I've got Havana Club, and I'm seeing that that's probably what they would have used in this drink. So it's it's the the Caribbean meets Italy, all thanks to Benito. Now define gold rum. What what is gold rum? We've come across this before. <laughs> yeah, Tim, because I was going to use Appleton Signature. Yeah, that's fine. That's a Jamaican amber, but that's fine. Gold gold rum is just a rum that's not white or a dark rum. So, yeah. like, ideally, you know, Bacardi, when you buy Bacardi, there's white and gold, and the gold yeah. one is called gold, and it's obvious, but... Well, um, the Smith & Cross I have is probably... That's not dark rum, I don't think. I'll, I'll try that. No, that'll work. I mean, Smith & Cross is... That's kind of a fancy uh, rum yeah. that's got its own kind of bite to it, but that'll work for this, sure. I was going to use... I was going to go back to my... Uh, Captain Morgan spice rum just to get away from that prosecco taste. Too spiced. Wait, what is the other one? Skull and bones, cross and skull and uh, uh, cross Smith and, and cross. <laughs> Smith and cross would be more applicable than Captain Morgan yeah. for this. Oh, this other little article I was reading about Benito Cupari. I was reading that little article that Tim that you sent me about him, and it was saying like when you're coming up with a drink, obviously the name is important, but also the glass is important, which is why he was doing the uh, pineapple husk. But it's like, yeah, you do have like a martini for me. A big part is the glass. Like if I get a martini not in a martini glass, I'm like, yeah, this can. Sure. This isn't great. There was a recent article in the New York Times that was about how much your cocktail glass shape changes your experience. And a lot of men really bump on certain glasses. Yeah. Mm, I'm sure. I definitely like I remember like I was in Laguna Beach one time. I ordered something called a cliffhanger and it came out was a little blue drink in a martini glass and I was embarrassed. Now I drink that type of stuff all the time. But I remember being at the Tiki Tea and like hoping for a rocks glass and getting a highball glass and be like, mm. I do think you got to be <laughs> in the mood first. Jeff, you don't like the martini bah. glass because you can't walk around, but I don't like to walk around. I like to sit with my martini. Yes. He's a stationary man. It's perfect. I'll say that affects me more with <laughs> <Stationary>. beer. <laughs> Moss grows on his back and he never moves. <laughs> but like when I go to a, a fancy beer place and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to try this little stout and it comes in like a fragile little bulb. I don't like that. With beer especially, yeah, I want a beer. Homer Bottle Simpson beer. Bottle of beer, you're winging it around. Pacific Bottle is by the neck. Or, or just like big gold cold <laughs> beer with a head on it. That's what I'm after. I don't want yeah, like no, a um, a little wine cup type beer. I get you. Here's one in an interesting thing that'll make us feel a little sad while we drink this drink. That article oh. about Benito. Uh, uh, here's a fun fact. This boat, the first, the first boat he was working on where he invented this drink, the Cristofaro Colombo cruise liner. Yeah. It's sister ship you know boats there's like sister ships that yeah. launch at the same time the andrea doria oh wow famous shipwreck that i know of from seinfeld george right. costanza is like competing for an apartment against the guy yep, who yep, was on yep. the andrea doria <laughs> anyway when we drink these drinks let's think about the fact that the cristofaro colombo lived and that boat did not sink and we should be grateful yeah Grateful every day for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Not just boats. All right. Well, let's uh, get this going. <laughs> get yeah. this going. All right, folks, we're going to go make these drinks. And when we come back, first sips. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you got, I just got to tell someone this, I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So, folks... Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. with barracudas let's see them oh beautiful i used a um non luxardo cherry tim a filthy uh, that i think you got me probably a year ago i love i love a big red maraschino fun mm-hmm. i already took my sip <laughs> it, was, <laughs> I, it was spilling so i wanted to take a sip mike first let me say we took we take a little break here on the pod to go 
make our drinks. And then we, <laughs> we return sort of one at a time. We're finishing the drinks. You sit back down and we kind of sit quietly as we wait uh, for everyone to return. And Mike, you, I, <laughs> you were on your, Jeff was still making his drink and I looked at your screen and you were sitting there on your couch, no headphones in or and no, no, uh, not on the microphone, but just staring off into space, like a, cl- <laughs> a classic dimwit. <laughs> <laughs> a half wit, one might say. <laughs> did he look happy? This half wit. He did not. I would say there were zero thoughts. It was just an empty head. It was mouth open, staring off in his face. <laughs> uh, sometimes you just gotta do that. Sips. Here we go. Sips. Sips. Hmm. Okay. Oh mm. yeah, pineapple. Juice to peanut play. Ooh, I'm liking that Appleton. The first drink that Prosecco did not ruin outright. Yeah, I gotta agree. Yes, because I I didn't I didn't have a lot of room. I had a little tiny bit of room in this uh, martini glass for it. Smart, and that was just enough. Even with the highball glass, I really didn't have. I probably only added like an ounce of Prosecco to this. It's just ah. adding a little fizz, and I'm not really getting much Galliano either until I think about it, and it just fancied. Yeah. That's what I like with liqueurs. Like, I don't want to taste them, but I want it to feel fancy. You want to sense them. I want to whisper in my ear. When there was Falernum in the in the Don Beach mm-hmm. Mai Tai, the Falernum shouldn't be calling attention to itself. It just should just be like, that's something's odd. <laughs> I tried this too right before I put the Prosecco in just to see what it tasted like. And it did need a little something, something else. Really? Yep. Mike, that's so big of you to admit. Well, it's <laughs> it's a big day for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not bad. Very similar to the yellow bird, but but juicier. Not mm-hmm. flabby, juicy. I'm getting the thing. Caribbean, but also Italian, you know? That's mm-hmm. the Galliano. It's a nice yellow looking drink. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the SS Michelangelo way. Ooh, I'm swayed by the smell with my mint. I got a little, little sprig on oh, there. Oh, the mint. Oh, how's your mint holding up? Remember you shocked it before you... Well, we've been kind of on a mint train lately, mm-hmm. woo woo, um, for the past three episodes, and I've been shocking the mint. Where oh. you you put it in ice water for fifteen minutes, then you then you put it in hot water, and the thing yeah. blooms like a little palm tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so the good thing is I can buy the cheap mint, Mike. I can buy the good dollar fifty little bundle as as opposed to the one that comes in a bunch of plastic with a bunch of dirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I've had to buy it every time. That's the trade. The stuff in the little dirt is funny. It feels it feels like too much of a process or something. You know, it begs to be planted is the thing. And yet they tell you don't plant it. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, we said this because they don't want competition in the marketplace. Yes. <laughs> they don't want to inspire the, the latest mint magnet. It's it's your little the tag on your Nikes that says don't make your own Nikes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we hope you like these shoes. Don't make your own. It's against the rule to make your own. Hey, you know that you know that thing. It's like you you can't take a tag off of a mattress or something like that. Yeah, it was a joke in Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure. It was like you know those little things on mattresses. Well, I cut one up. I've never read one of those or like known what that was all about. You haven't read a mattress tag? Well, it's like the the the, the manufacturer can't take it off or something. Like, ooh, it's such a Garfield and Friends joke, you know? Like, yeah. it's like cut that and you'll be locked up in prison for life. <laughs> it's weird, but it's weird that that like has come into our brains as uh, you know '90s kids watching 
yeah cartoons or whatever and being like whoa the mattress tag is a thing i think that they say like they it's not to be removed unless by the end user or something like that right right meaning like hey if you buy it you can rip off the tag yeah but it's just got all the info about like how it's flammable and what chemicals are in it and all that shit Uh, all right how many bed bugs live in it yeah (laughs) (laughs) have you heard that thing about like how often you should change your pillows and that your, no. your pillows get heavier over time because it's just like Ugh. the dust mites and dead skin make your pillow. I got to get new pillows. My new pillows are fucking, or my current pillows are shot. <laughs> <laughs> just dark brown pillows. Kaput. They suck. <laughs> I mean, they are. It's weird. You keep shit changing the pillowcase, but then underneath is that same pillow. <laughs> yeah. That nasty pillow's getting like, it gets, every pillow has like a, a yellow stain on it. Of course. That's what they're... <laughs> I'll sometimes, like... My bed sheets are all white because I was all really excited. I was like, I'm going to do hotel bed style. So I'm yeah, gonna, right, w- right. white sheets all white. And, and I made a big deal <laughs> of my hotel bed. But the thing with the white sheets, yeah, one sweaty sleep. I look down on the pillow and it's yellow. It's got a <laughs> Greek face print on it. It's fucking nasty. And, and let's be honest, every sleep is sweaty when you're me. <laughs> <laughs> My man is slick, especially when he sleeps. I had some juice. I'm going to be sweating. I had some juice a few days ago. Tim, you're a hot sleeper, but you're uh, pretty hot when you're awake too, my man. Thank Ew. you. Um, you know, there's a, a Tempur-Pedic mattress for, for people who run hot. There's like a venting mattress that, that is light and the air is supposed to breathe through the mattress better. Ooh. I'll pass a little air through the mattress. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shoots right through the back. <laughs> now your farts hitting the floor unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we were shooting sketches with Bob for the Steve Allen theater before we had a TV show? Yeah, yeah. And we were going to have him put a pillow under his shirt. And it was, this is back when it was like, we were bringing our own uh, props to set all the time. And we were like, Bob, uh, so bring a pillow so you can put it under your shirt. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be sure to bring the yellowest pillow I can find. (laughs) (laughs) Even he knows at his stature, it's embarrassing to to reveal your pillow without a case on it. (laughs) But Mike, go to Target, skip the avocado toast for one week, Uh and you can go get all new pillows. I will. I can and I will. Mike, I got a couple of back sleeper pillows and I got a couple of side sleeper pillows. So the slim pillow, when you sleep on your side, it's slim so that your neck isn't turned. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Very nice. It's a little bit firmer, a little bit thinner. You know what's so funny in in like TV shows and stuff when they show people in bed talking? Their pillows are like straight up in the air and they're basically just like sitting up. Yeah. But they're like, okay, good night. And they just turn off the light and they kind of sleep <laughs> sitting up. Yes. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. Put the heads down. Yeah, put a camera over their heads. Yeah. Face down, straight down. That's like they sleep like Forrest and Bubba. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You guys ever been on cruise ship? No. I have. I But not in a long time. Me too. And I've heard... If you're fancy, you go on a small ship cruise where it's like- Oh, like a yacht. They're not even that small. It's not even like a yacht. Keep out the riffraff. Yeah. But it could still even be like 
I think it could maybe even be a hundred rooms, but just not like 10,000 rooms, you know? And, but yeah, no, I've only been on like carnival cruise lines and, and it was a bit of a zoo. Yeah. Did they have a moment in the nineties? Because I remember being like infatuated with the idea of like carnival cruise lines in like fifth or sixth grade. They're so cheap. If you're on the East coast, like if you're taking a Caribbean cruise out of like Fort Lauderdale or in LA, if you'd go like long beach down to Mexico, you could get like a three-day cruise for $179. So that's why people are going crazy for it. Ooh. And also, you can book bands on them. Like, you know, there's the Weezer cruise. There's a bunch of these bands that will do a cruise. Hey, the Sloppy Boys will do a cruise. What if we just go? We should just, Mike, next time you're in LA, let's take one night out of fucking Long Beach. Down. They have ones that go to Baja and back in yeah. one night. We should do that. That'd be fun. You don't even have to dock. Yeah, it's a, it's a cruise to nowhere, I think they're called. So you just take a lap. We're on a cruise nowhere. <laughs> yes, yes. Do we bring slop heads or nah? We'll bring anybody who wants to pay. Hmm. <laughs> we'll b- probably bump into some slop heads. Sure. Dan Padley. <laughs> Hell yeah. You ever uh, see the comedy show on a cruise? Like sometimes they'll have uh, Second City oh, yeah. Tour Co. There was a minute where we were like trying to do that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. cost effective for us, but... Uh, I was talking to stand-up comedian Kyle Dunnigan, and he said that he was the stand-up on a like a five-day cruise where you do like two shows a night. You know, you I think you do like you do like an eight o'clock clean show and a ten o'clock dirty show, and you do Ooh. you do stand-up every single night. And he said that he first night bombed both shows, next night bombed. And then he said during the course of the week, he kind of became famous as like, hey, you're that comedian who sucks. All right. You're out there. <laughs> I, I've seen the stand-up comedian like out at the pool and stuff because they're just on on the cruise with you. Yeah. So he said he'd be like, like taking the elevator or like walking around and people are like, hey, you suck. All right. <laughs> no. I had a friend uh, in college who was a saxophone player and he played like in a band on a cruise all summer long and he made like a shit ton of money and didn't do anything. Like he had like one or two sets a night. Didn't do anything, Mike. You don't know you're the first thing about the saxophone. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, for me, that would be a one stressful job. You're talking to a first chair saxophonist, Bishop Girton High School. Well, you say like every single, every other person besides the entertainment had so much work to do constantly. It was like nonstop. Like the wait staff is just like nonstop work. Being the entertainment on a cruise ship sounds like a fucking dream. If you're like yeah. 25 or whatever it is. If you're at that time of your life, it sounds like a pretty nice deal. Yeah, improv teams do it. That's probably fun. Sure, but other than that, like, so you have a sh- you, well, yeah, you have a you have a show at seven and a show at ten, and then otherwise you're just at a pool all day. Yeah, pretty good. Though those pools tend to be pretty shoulder to shoulder. I remember from my two cruise experiences in like the early two thousands. What I recall being the kind of fun was no surprise here dining um, <laughs> that you. Uh, <laughs> You sit at the same table every night and it won't just be your party. Like once I was with friends and once I was, I was with family, but either way, you're kind of at a long, you'll be like sitting with another family and then you, that's your dining table every night. So you kind of get to know the other people at your table and that's kind of mm-hmm. fun. And then you have the same server every night. What if you end up with a bum family? Well, then I, I can I can open up even the most bum family and make them have a little <laughs> of fun. But you have the same server every night, so you get some like inside jokes going and crackling. And here's a very funny thing: it's everything's already inclusive and paid for. So I remember saying 
hey, can I have two dinners? And the guy was like, yeah, because he's just going back in. So there was one night where it was like, it was like filet, it was like a, a filet mignon, like a petite filet. And I was like, I'm still hungry. And he's like, I'll get you another one. I just ate two steaks. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a, I, once I learned that, then I was like, well, I'll have two breakfasts, two lunch, two everything. And- That's great. So Tim, when you had two steaks, did mm-hmm. one martini take care of the ching? Or was it a two martini job? <laughs> here's, here's what happened. The steaks piled up too ply, too deep in my stomach. Oh my, and then I drank yeah. a double martini. Shing! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> right, both right in the half. Laser precision. Wow. Damn. You, you could go to a martial arts tournament with something like that. Yeah? Set you up behind a, a IRL x-ray machine. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> a real-time x-ray machine. And we watch you drink. They're poking at his stomach, making sure the steaks are laid out presentationally for the x-ray <laughs> yeah, yeah. machine. Yes, yes, perfect. They just kind of slip <laughs> off and they're like, hold on, hold on. Hold they on. have to put it back up. <laughs> I, I, I had to steer it back to the drink. Sure. Uh, all jokes aside. As is your job. Yeah. I had a little too much Galliano. All right. How about you? No, I think I think mine was made to specs and was great. I think mine was pretty perfect, but it was... You know, round two, I would leave a little, see if I could maybe lose one ice cube so there's more room for Prosecco, so it's a little bit more of a bubbly highball. Ooh, Tim, really dialing it in, down to the one cube. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Don't you think, it's a thing we bump into a lot on this podcast, top up. Am I pouring one ounce or six ounces top up? What if my highball's fucking huge? Exactly. What if I bought Earth's largest highball at a novelty shop? Sure. What if my highball isn't even really a highball, but a palm tea glass? From several years yeah, ago. Very sure. possible. Sure. Look at me with no garnishes. This is like 10 weeks in a row that I just neglected to get the garnish. No, but Tim, you don't need all that fuss. You don't need that fuss. No, it's an audio. It's an uh, an audible audio medium. Huh? We're an audio. We're, we're in a f- <laughs> podcasting. Yes, podcasting. We don't need all the stuff. But we do post the selfies on Friday. And I meant to say this to the listeners. We have more, we have a lot more listeners to this podcast than we do Instagram followers or Twitter followers. Yeah. What? And a lot more than we let on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's strange to me. There's so much happened on, on, on the Instagram that if you listen to the show and you don't follow us on Instagram, you're kind of weird because you're not seeing any drinks. There's stuff going on there. We're sharing stuff. Hey, I went live on Instagram last week and talked for two hours. Two hours? Oh, yeah. Yes. I had a ball. I was. I had to kill some time. I, I was uh, kind of uh, stuck uh, where I had uh, two hours and I had to kill. I said, maybe I'll talk to some slopheads about Sonic Ranch. I had the time of my life. Wonderful people out there. That's cool. You have some time on your hands. You say, let me spit bars. Let me do my thing. Yes. So how'd you do that? Did you bring some people in to talk to you or did you were just answering questions on you the- just You just go live and they start popping up. They start requesting to chat with you and I don't even, I didn't accept any of those, but- they start asking questions and I go off the dome. Nice. Wow. And Tim, how did you even see the questions through the flurry of hearts? It was hard. I kept being with well, the next question is pink round shape. Oh, that's another heart. Uh, right. Another question is round <laughs> two mounded pointer. Oh, that's a heart. <laughs> oh, that's a heart again. Yeah. Two mounded pointer. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> All right. Well, I am itching to make another one and kind of like. Make up for past mistakes. Yeah. It's time. Why don't we take a little break and then, um, oh, these, uh, the listeners could listen to the ads. 
Perfect. Oh, that's actually great for them. Not the Patrons. They don't have ads, but... Oh, right. They pay a fee for That's that. right. Uh, we should mention, if you want to be a Patron, you go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys, you plunk down $10. And you get to skip the ads. To get... Well, that's to get to get Lennon and to get the ad free. Oh, to to wanted, get the whole... You open up the world, Tim. But if you want to get the blowout, it's only $5 a month. You get to hear us. What did we do this week? We watched... Dark Side of the Rainbow, we synced up Pink Floyd with Wizard mm. of Oz, and we discussed mm-hmm. it. That's cool content. And if you think, oh, I only like the cocktail stuff, you're basic. You don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. You're mid. You're mid. You're, you're mid. mid as fuck. You don't know shit. <laughs> All right, folks, listen to the ads. Open up your ears, open up your wallets, and we'll see you back here. Open up your mind and your heart. Yeah, and, your, and your mind and your heart. And uh, we'll see you back here. In a jiffy. I I feel like I get backed into saying a jiffy. Just say, no, just because your name's Jeff. So it probably comes to your mind. (laughs) No one forced you to say it. You chose (laughs) to say it and you're you're projecting. Tim, give me a synonym. Jiffy. In a few. (laughs) In a blink. In a skippy. Oh, yeah. They're going to love that, Mike. Yeah, folks, we'll be back in a blink. (laughs) No. We'll be back in a Valvoline. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Back with round two of the Barracuda, the most feared fish in all the deep. <gasps> what about the piranha? <laughs> it is the most feared fish of the deep. Yeah. Wait, is it piranhas or barracudas that like gang up and a bunch of them are going? <laughs> That's piranhas That's for piranha. sure. But it only takes one cood. <laughs> cood me once. Shame on me. Ron me twice. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, hey. <laughs> I, that, that cood came after me. <laughs> I got my Ron. <laughs> Chase me into a pack of Rons. <laughs> I got Ron by a cood. 
<laughs> so a, a, a barracuda exhibited par, uh, piranha-like uh, behavior yeah, just, on you. Just took, took a little nip. I got robbed by a cood. I got robbed by a bunch of coods. <laughs> all right, all, all right. right. Of course, of course, that's not. Of happening. course, we're just joking, folks. Look at look at what the uh, Empress Gin Martini looks like. Looks like a. Uh, <laughs> Looks like a, uh, a one of my favorite Gatorade frosts. <laughs> one of my, it, you know what? It looks like a fucking um, aviation. Huh? Remember that cocktail we had? The Aviator. It's that Empress. It's that Empress. What's that? Nineteen oh eight. Right. The the Empress nineteen oh eight is the purple, and that's in the aviation cocktail. There's also an aviation gin. Oh no! But I'm thinking of the cocktail that has uh, creme de violet in it. That's that is the aviation for yeah. sure, for sure. But Mike, it's so funny to see like a beautiful purple martini glass with that dull green olive <laughs> sitting at the bottom of it. Yeah, ooh, oh. quite a clash. <laughs> um, what'd you guys do for round two? I'll tell you. I did no prosecco, more lime juice, and is the result. Good. Oh, 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 packs a punch. Nice. As for me, I had less <laughs> cubes. Tim was leaving the wheels, staring. Well, at the- <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought there might be more than packs a punch, but no, it packed a punch. Oh, punch is the big. Thing. Well, I'm going to elaborate on final thoughts, but Tim, go ahead, go uh, ahead. Okay, well, I I had less cubes so that I could top up with more prosecco. Let's oh. take a sip. The anti duds. See now this to me uh, this turned it into like a brunch drink. Now this is bubbly and tastes mimosa esque. Um, I maybe oh, maybe overdid it. Maybe I enjoy a more tiki flavor, but still delicious, refreshing. Michael, I did a uh, martini and I'm enjoying it. Right on. <laughs> when you shake up a pineapple juice, you get a certain texture, don't you? It's not quite a egg white. It's not quite a whiskey sour. It's a froth. But there's a viscosity to that pineapple mm-hmm. juice when you shake it up. It's always welcome. And also, I like being on the mint train. Sure. And so, I got to give a Barracuda a glowing order again. Ooh. I, too, would order. Of course, I made a different drink for the second one, but I'd order it again. Sure. A different time. And, and that is surprising because of the Prosecco. I would have to tell the bartender, hey... Put it in a smaller glass and don't use so much fucking prosecco. You understand me? Because if I if I get too much prosecco, I'll burn this place down. <laughs> so you're grabbing them by the scruff of the neck and you're pulling them close. Yeah, mm. that's what I would do. When I do, mm-hmm. when I order these, I take a one dollar bill, I rip it in half, I hand it to the bartender, and I say, "You're going to get the other half when you when you when you don't use too much prosecco." I'll say this too. I just got to uh, you know get me to the garnish. I got my pineapple and my cherry. So my new thing is get me to the garnish. Get him to the garnish. Get him to the Greek. Like get him to the Greek. Yeah. Gotcha. So that'll be a new classification. I forgot that the get him to the Greek character was the same guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's a franchise. I never saw that movie. I mean, I I saw Sarah Marshall. Aldous Snow. Yeah. Very good, Tim. (laughs) Aldous Snow. What was that from the, was that from the movie? Russell Brand's character. All this snow. That's the character's name. Oh, 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 oh. I was going to say Jeff. 
punch it into your website and see if we can find what movie it's from. I'm kidding. Don't do that. You will waste not only your time, but my time. Well, what about the listeners? Their time means very little to me. (laughs) The listeners want long podcasts. Weirdly long podcasts. They like long. I like short, short. Me too. Keep it punchy. Yeah. Uh, who didn't give final thoughts, or are we all clocked in? Um, I, I, I love this drink. I think it should be more popular than it is. It's when you think about, you know, you can you can afford space for one little weirdy Galliano, but other than that, we're talking about like rum and pineapple and and lime. This is this should be in the repertoire for a lot of people. You know what? It's the champagne. It's the Prosecco because people don't have it around very often. I, I, Mike, I have to look you square in the eyes and say I disagree because people are making <laughs> spritzes. They're making Aperol spritzes. They're making Hugo spritzes. They're making mimosas. At, at home? Mimosas at home, yes. Mimosas yeah. at hosas? <laughs> I didn't say that. I did not say that. <laughs> I you said that. Mimosas at hosas? <laughs> mimosas at hosas? Well, hosas is not a word. <laughs> I don't know what that. I'm not sure what that means, Tim. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ding it. I, I'm gonna remove myself from the situation. That seems toxic. That's pretty weird. <laughs> this seems toxic to me. You're, you're kind of weirding me out. I'm gonna ask you to step down, step off, and down, and stand back, and stand by. <laughs> Proud boys stand down. Stand no. By. Jesus. People were like, he told the Proud Boys to stand by. He wasn't saying <laughs> jack shit. He's a moron. They're all morons. Fuck you. <laughs> well, hold on. I got more to say about Galliano. Because that shit is everywhere and people need to use it up. Yes. They buy the piss spike. They don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I'm, I know because I'm one of them, Mike and Tim. You got one? Oh, it's fun when you're in a bar. Walk into a bar, look along the back wall, look for the big yellow piss spike. It's there. Nobody's drinking it. We don't mean like, oh, it's yellow. A lot of drinks are yellow. This is the most cartoonish piss color you could ever come up with. And it is in a big spike. And the, the other fun thing about it, I noticed. If you were going to come up with one, this would be it. Yeah. it's If you were making a movie and you're like, well, we can't use real piss, they would use Galliano. <laughs> Yeah. We'll have the Galliano dribble onto the principal's head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can't splatter Adam Driver in real piss. Use Galliano. <laughs> Adam Driver is the principal in a wacky film <laughs> comedy. But no, <laughs> folks, it's also, you'd think, oh, it's one of these weird liqueurs. What is it? Uh, what is it? A 40 proof? No. It's like 80, 90 proof. It's way up there. So you're going to need it when you make your drinks. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, you got to make the bear crew to it part of your repertoire. Yep. This is very good. I really like it. And it, and the Prosecco and the Galliano fancies it up. You like a little drink that's a little fancy. You got a little thing going on to it. When you're making drinks for people in your home, you want that one fancy ingredient that makes them say, hey, you're an interesting man. Oh, I had him all wrong. <laughs> He's not a fucking dolt. I saw him on the Zoom screen looking off with flies collecting in his mouth, but he's more than that. <laughs> flies collecting in his mouth. But he owns a bottle of Galliano, so maybe there's something to him. So we, we don't know what to think of this proglodyte. The flies were bathing in Italian liqueur. <laughs> I made uh, uh, yellow bird uh, drinks for my family uh, two Thanksgivings ago, and they went over well. The Galliano, but nobody knew what the Galliano was. Did they get up in the tree? I was the only one up in the tree. I was like, come join me! And they're like, Mike, you're, you gotta not drink so much. 
That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, you know it's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys where you can unlock the bonus. The weekly Sloppy Boys blowout, the good show that we put all our time and care into. And also the bonus bonus, the monthly show, Questions for Lennon, hosted by, well, John Lennon himself. Oh, yes, and certainly John Lennon will be there, too. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> wow, the real guy. <laughs> good episode, guys. Very good. Great work. I wanted to specifically, now that we're not recording, I want to tell you both, you did a really good job on this episode. You really knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Oh, man, thanks. That, that's a, a lot different than what you usually tell us after the... Yeah, well, the you finally had a good episode. Yeah. 151 yeah. episodes. Hey, was this a 151? 151. Whoa! We could have done the fire breath episode. Yeah, I know. If I we know. were fucking smart, we would have done that, but maybe next week we let's will. Let's do that soon. Let's, let's do a blowout where we breathe fire. Ooh, that's a great episode. It's alcohol related too because you use spirits, do you not? You use McCarty 151, my boy. I do believe you do. I saw Gene Simmons do that with my own eyes. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about what the three-year anniversary is. What are that? 52 times three. We're coming up on 156, right? Wow. Wow, that's coming up, baby. Coming up. What should we do? We'll think about it. We'll think about it. We'll, we'll do something special. Three drinks. Three drinks? We should do a, a, these shots called the Three Wise Men. It's like Jack, Daniels, yes. Jim Beam, yes. and something else. And Johnny just Walker? Get fucking trash. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Damn. fun. That's great. Have, and and so we're sort of the Three Wise Men, too, if you actually stop to think about In it. In a way. I don't have time. In today's go-go society, I don't have time to stop and think about it. But if I, if I were to, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool, cool. And then for the blowout, we'll do uh, we'll watch the movie Three Kings, the David O'Russell. David O'Russell. That, <laughs> that sucks. Yep, it'll be <laughs> that's what we'll do. The Iraq heist movie, or maybe we should do like uh, Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third. Now we're talking. Goodbye. Bye. Peace. Love you. <laughs>